This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Yeah. I don't know why this is still happening. Can you feel the love, guys? No. Feel the love on Foo Bar Radio. No, right not now. even slightly. Can you, sing? you didn't do a lot of singing again. I, 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 you just sing it for now. So he didn't do a lot of singing. He's been sa- singing for a fucking week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh I hear him. Let me have the sax solos as a little break, right. you know? Right. Or we could just chuck him out of the studio. Ian Boltzmann on Foo Bar Radio. It's a shambles. Welcome to the show. Coming up at 2.30pm today, we have comedian and actor Dan Blasky in the studio to talk about Channel 4 series lookalikes. Um, I'm going to talk to you about this in a minute. Then at 3.15, we have Pauline Quirk no, out, we don't. Of, out we, of Birds we don't. and Feather. We have Charlie Quirk. Going to be coming in, Pauline Quirk. Charlie Quirk. I wonder if she'll bring Dorian with Charlie her. Charlie Quirk. Who's Charlie, Charlie Quirk? Charlie Quirk. It's her son. <laughs> Same thing then, isn't it? Why do you never book Pauline Quirk? Can you lean heavily on Charlie Quirk, who's coming in the studio ahead of Early Birds and our boys at the Edinburgh Fringe? Mm. He's probably got a phone number. It could be an easy booking through. Can we just call his mum? I mean, that's what I think we should do. I think we should treat family members as essentially contacts. Why don't you want to talk to Dan Blasky's mum? Call Mrs Blasky as well. Was she in Birds of a Feather? Well, find out. If she wasn't, I don't want to talk to her. I only want to talk to people from Birds of a Feather. Okay. Not Dorian, she looks like a nightmare. Oh, no, I love Leslie Joseph. Have you met her? No, never, but I love her. I think she looks like a nightmare. Oh, okay. Ian Boltzmann. Sup, welcome to the show. It's Sup. Monday again. Sup. Sup. Sup, homies. Oh, my mic's not on. Well, it is. Press the button. Press it. There we go. Oh, it was better. There we are. Oh, that's ruined it. Hang on a second. Right, talk now. Talk. Yeah. That's miles better. You're talking to yourself now. I know, but it feels more sort of in line with the hierarchy of the programme. Now talk. Mm-hmm. See, look. Crunching. Well, so why have I put your mic on then if you're just going to be eating polos or whatever you Sorry, eat? it's a smint. How dare you? Excuse me for getting the wrong brand name. What have you been up to now? Um, I had a Cornetto. Okay, Dan Blasky. Yeah. <laughs> from what I can make out from this press release, mm-hmm. right? And again, look, all of us in life have to make a living, right? 
We all have to find a way. Don't laugh silently, sorry, please. Sorry, sorry. I'm not laughing. I'm laugh, not laughing. Laugh out loud or don't laugh at all, <clears throat> right? All of us now have to make a living, okay? Now, n- neither you nor I would have envisaged... When we were at school, full of dreams, we wouldn't have envisaged we'll no. be at fucking Fubar Radio for ages no, one no, day. No, no, um, But every now and again it works out. Yeah. It? It Be- better job. than you want. You're like, oh, great. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. to meet... Yeah, I guess. Um, Johnny Labby. Yeah, you've met Johnny Labby, haven't you? Yeah. Um... Oh, I love him, by the way. It sounded conscious. However, however, however. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There are certain things in life where you have to just make an assessment and go, will I be happy doing that for a living, right? Sure. Now, um, I've got no doubt at all that Dan Blasky is a nice man. He will be. I'm looking forward to meeting him very, very yeah, much. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. However, he's here now. What you appear to have booked here is an Ali G impersonator. Yeah. And I don't mean that like yeah. Yeah. as a as a joke. I mean an, an actual yeah. Ali G impersonator. He's got his TV debut on Channel Four Lookalike. Booked as a guest on my show. An actual like yeah. not, not just a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even Richard maybe only did it um, as a fucking cameo, right? But here we are Richard, in a situation now yeah. where you have booked out, out of the two guests, fifty percent of the guests yeah. today yeah. are Ali G stroke Borat in person. Getting changed next door. Is he coming in dressed up as yeah, Ali G? Yeah, Ali G. I believe. I Listen, don't know apparently how I be able to handle that. the audience just can't tell the difference. He looks acts and is practically the legend himself, but officially not. But Ali G isn't even a real bloke. I know. Ali G is a character portrayed by someone else. We are so far down the pecking order here. Well, maybe you've got someone okay. pretending to be someone who someone's pretending to be. Maybe get someone who like does characters from the fast show. How'd you get to that? I might ask him. I might just uh, ask him how you get to that point because I am slightly obsessed with um, look like yeah, 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 yeah. Do you not get like that? Um, yes. Have I you do. ever like spent two or three hours on the internet? Oh, I was going to say going that. through. I haven't done that, but I've, no, I can't tell you. What I've done, I would advise I think you, you I to think do I it. Some, no, I didn't stalk. That's a crime. What did you do? I just I just like. Saw, thought I saw someone that was really well known and then followed oh, yeah. them. From, you thought they were who? Uh, an actor. Who did you think they were? Sick boy from Trainspotter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and, um, so you thought they were, what's he called? I love Johnny, him, Johnny he? Lee Miller, yeah, love yeah, yeah. him. And I like he so, went to school in Kingston, where I'm from, so no, I was like, oh, it could be him. So was the gentleman who looked like Johnny Lee Miller, was he mm. a professional Johnny Lee Miller impersonator? I hope so, because if he wasn't, he should be. He could be making some serious money. Well, how would he make serious money? What would he do? Just turn up at someone's party and take drugs? I don't know, Comic-Con, don't they have lookalikes or whatever? No. Oh, right. <laughs> no. Let's Some say of the people that go to Comic-Con will dress up as characters, he looks identical. they're not booked. Just do Elementary if Johnny can't make it for an episode. What's that? The TV show. Is it Lucy Holmes, Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, it's doing okay. really well. I'm not Just, saying that. Um, I've yeah. certainly not seen the reports back about whether it's doing well or not. No, it's um, It's been going for a while now. I, I've spent in my life probably in excess of one week, maybe two weeks just looking at lookalikes on the internet. If you're on aggregate, if you've added up all the time I've looked. In a way, a bad one for me is better than a good one. Because that's I, funny. There's only one thing that I like doing better than it. Yeah. In, which has the same feel to it, yeah. which is that celebrity voice messages thing. Oh, yeah, and yeah, And video yeah. messages thing. That's the only thing I like better. Don't you like to look at weird waxworks as well? Yes. What's it called? The Two Swords, but isn't the real Two Swords? You know the other Two Swords that they have? Well, there was Louis Two Swords, which is gone now. That, oh. that, on Blackpool Front, Blackpool Front is now Madame Two Swords. Oh, that's a shame. And has upped its game. But it was never dreadful. <clears throat> um, there was one in Scarborough or something that was particularly bad there. Yeah. Um, that's gone as well now. Uh, celebrity voice messages and video mm-hmm. messages, right? And I, yeah. know, I know some people on there. In fact, when it was originally set up, a friend of mine 
who knew the person that was setting it up mm. said that I should go on it and said I would make a load of money. And I looked at it and went, I'm not, I can't go on there. That's not. And she went, No, you did Doctor Who and that. And you got all the podcast fans and all. I went, I'm not going on there to do that. Charge 25 quid for me to send a message oh, saying good luck with your wedding. Oh, really? We did it. Um, we used it. Well, not we. Barry used it unbeknownst to me on the Parapod. In that he went and booked with Paul Daniels on it. No, why? Why would it be with Paul? Oh, Daniels? he's a magician. <laughs> <laughs> why would he oh, do yeah. message with Paul Daniels now? <laughs> For what reason? To what end? I forgot he wasn't a psychic. podcast about ghosts. <laughs> <With Paul Daniels. laughs> why would he book Paul I don't Daniels? Know, I forgot I got that wrong. It was with um, Darren. No, nope. Derek Akora. Oh, God, that was it. Yeah, I do because I remember and you got the three. text about it in here whilst we were in the, doing the show, and you were like, "We can't say anything," but you're yeah, going to yeah. believe what he's done. He did three of them. Yeah. What yeah, did he say? Can't remember. But he got Derek Akora to do a very straight message. He told him we were paranormal investigators and all that, and he was going, All right, lads, come on now. Oh, lots of love. Oh, big heart and all that. It was fucking oh, painful. Did, was Sam on it? I don't know. Well, I mean, I presume he wasn't in touch with the other side, otherwise oh, okay. he would have known he was having the piss ripped out of him. Oh. But uh, there's a, a delicious desperation about it. And I think some people do it for charity. I think some people mm-hmm. just do them and give all the money to charity, I think. That's all right. Well, I don't know. £25. So how long does the voice you set your own. You can set your own rate. So you script it. So I could literally go... I could go on there right now and say a grander message. Right. But who... Do, would, if I wanted one from... Let's just... Who can I have one from? Let's say I got have I a look, one Have a look from, on it. Let's have a look on... So let me, let me sure pick one. I'm sure it's Celeb VM or something like that, I think it's called. The website? Yeah, something like that. Celeb VM. I think it's that. Because I want to see what I want. I'd like one from one yeah, of the Heidi Highs. Hi- if there's one of Heidi Highs on it, I'm well up for this. If one of Heidi High? Yeah. Well, I know Sue. Oh, Pollard. yeah, Sue Pollard. Yeah, she was supposed to be coming on the Probably next show. Probably get you a freebie. Um, what is... On what? Well, yeah, you'll say, but she couldn't do it for the next show, unfortunately. So She's hard to get, Sue. Yeah. Well, all right, who's there. doing it? Right, let's Short, Oh, Barry. <coughs> oh, <coughs> Steve McDonald. But it's actually... slow, slow, actually. Let go of the mouse. Let go of the mouse. John Chalice. John Chalice. 30 quid you can get John Chalice oh, for. Okay, who else? Can you see our Barry? 30 quid. It's Sean Williamson. 30 quid. That's all right. Simon Gregson. Oh, that's all right. 30 John. quid. John Thompson. 30 quid. Oh, who John else Thompson is there? Let's have a look. Oh, Chesney Yorks. Rebecca Adlington. No? Stop. No. Okay. 30 quid for Rebecca Adlington. 65 quid for Chesney Yorks. You're Chesney. fucking taking the piss, mate. What? What? So 65 quid? Mm hmm. To get Chesney Hawks right. to do something that he'd do let's, for you free at the job centre anyway. Let's see who's got more than him. Sylvester McCoy is on dollars. $40. No. Okay, so Chesney's the highest so far. James oh, Haskell is a rugby player. You Just could get. 25. Pat Sharp, 30 quid. Wouldn't even come on this show. Said it was beneath him. Yeah. True or false? True. Said that this show is beneath him. Uh, that was a while so ago. So somebody with all the credibility of Pat Sharp. Oh, no, I don't think I would go on that show. Uh, Funhouse Legend. But you're, legend. S- you're selling fucking voice messages for 30 quid. Funhouse Legend, presenter and DJ. Absolutely delusional prick Fady. in my opinion who's Fady I don't know but he's $35 right said Fred 50 quid now now, hang on there's two of them there's two so of them fair, 25 right? notes yeah. each isn't it Sherry Hewson 30 notes let's have a look Martin Roberts don't know who he is Holmes under the hammer Ian McC- I can't even Game say his name it's quite cheap 20 quid Jet 50 notes for Jet right so the oh. next one is Biggins how much do you think Biggins I, is going to be well, he's already my choice I, would, like, I, think he, I think he's 30 quid right I reckon he's going to be 45 quid okay alright come on Biggins from that room that, what, what do you reckon Any? how much for Biggins it's not listening he's not even he is, he's, he's not not even, a, he probably doesn't know who Biggins 50? is do you know who Christopher 50. Biggins is oh fine okay okay you ready yeah. let's see what come it on, is come on Christopher 25! 25 I knew it was going to be low I is said that you 30 said? I said 30 so. yeah I had a feeling it was going to be low I didn't think he'd go bigger 
Isn't that amazing? Well, he's my choice so far. Minutes. He's my choice oh, so far. I might even oh, book that. We? Mike Bushell, tenner. He's a BBC breakfast. Ewan McIntosh, 20. It's a lot, isn't it? Again, I like, Ewan I like Ewan. Right. No, yeah. I, I, I sort of like him. I've, I've worked with him a few times. I did a film mm. with him once. But got got to let this big key thing from the office go, man. So he does messages as big key? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. But then again, what's he going to... Well, no, I say what's he going to do. He's a talented lad. He could just do something new. Can we go higher or lower on these, please? Because I'm going to say Razor Ruddock is higher, okay, so higher than you. Okay, so Ewan McIntosh is 20 quid. I reckon Razor's 50. I reckon higher as well. That? 30. Oh, okay. Right, Sunita. Then we've got Sunita next. Higher. Higher than 40. Do you reckon? What? Oh, oh same. 30, good price for Froze. her. Nikki Graham. Big brother. Now Big she brother. could be higher. No, 30 quid. I think she's going to be ridiculously overpriced. Okay. Oh, no, 25. That's good. Is this coming across on the radio all right, this? Because we, we do have the visuals of this as well. Oh, we're yeah, sorry. We're not just making it up. We can, when you scroll over, it says buy now for only 25 quid or enter to win one for free on Joanne, the website. Can we, enter, can we just enter? I want Sam Fox, maybe. <laughs> right, Sam Fox, I reckon 30 quid. 40. 30 quid. Oh, I knew she was going to go higher. Because, of course, she's got to pay for... No, wait, you say that. 50 quid. Uh, Gareth David Lloyd. Torchwood. 15, that's bargain, isn't it's it? It's quite cheap, isn't it? So good. I could... I mean, do you think I could oh go Oh, my God, this? I know who I want. I want Paul Catterall from S Club 7. I love him. Right, I reckon I'm he's 20. Oh, I think it's going to be more. 30. He is the, I'd like him, please. So, basically, if you're just joining us... Oh, my God, look who's here! Look who's here! Justin Lee Collins has arrived! Yeah. He's never been on here before, so that's the first time I've seen him on here. Okay. So, Justin, you, how much was he on a show here? I have no idea. <laughs> Come on, you must know. No, I don't know. I have no idea. I suppose we can't discuss it anyway, can we not? No. How much do you reckon Justin's going to be? 30 quid. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I reckon he'll be like 15 or something. Oh, you reckon By the way, lower? this isn't... Um, that You set your own fee, so this isn't... Okay, yeah, yeah. Like... About how impressive I so think they are. So you could go two pounds if you wanted yeah, to. Well, yeah? I guess so. I mean, maybe it's probably worth doing it for that. I think Justin's going to be low, like oh, a low I think, price. Okay, I reckon twenty-five maybe. Whoa, Ooh, I was right. Money. Justin's I was right. twenty-five quid. So really, you could. I mean, he, he left here of his own accord, didn't he? Or it was mutual because whatever it was. Um, but we could just get him like to do a little show. <laughs> can I? Just on voice. Can I, from now onwards, have? Can we pay 25 quid a week mm-hmm. so that I can have a little Justin Lee Collins show in the middle of my show? No. <laughs> Why? Not paying t- no. Wouldn't that be great fun? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he won't even know he's doing it. Oh, my God. Well, I think you'd have to tell him. Anyway, I want um, Paul Catamore, please. Another one of my ideas that just gets slammed onto the floor. Uh, That's a brilliant idea. But to have a mini Justin Lee Collins show in the middle of my show is a brilliant idea. Um, yes. Can I talk about the voicemail? I'll do that on a podcast instead. Um, yes, you can, yes. What do you want to know? So what I want to know, so say Paul Catamore was 30 quid, right? Yeah, yeah. I like him. Yeah. But do I set? Do I write the script out for how long the voicemail is Just say be? what you want him to say. So, for example, can if I it was your birthday... It, well, you can't script it. Like, well, I'd I make, guess I'd you make can. it 10 minutes long. I'd make the script for him. I'd make him earn There's his probably, money. It's probably capped at like maybe one or two minutes, I would imagine. Oh, okay. I would have thought, anyway. I don't think you can... Again, I don't think we could get Justin and go, here's 25 quid, record an entire two-hour here's show. a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just give that book on my voice It's now. just a message, isn't it? It's just a short message. So I guess people use it for like weddings or stuff, or if they want to rip the piss out of a psychic on a podcast. I, I think, I guess it's just that. Who thought of this idea? Because it's actually, you know... I actually know Oh, I love him. Do you know that guy from Coronation Street? I love him. No, but that, again, Chris that's, Gass- that's, Chris that's, that's awful radio. Yeah, okay. Uh, I can't, and a singer from A1 30 yeah. quid Ben Adams yeah. there's, oh, there's loads of people on it the guy from Zamo from Grange Hill yeah. 15 quid I would charge more he could That's get more right. he could get more for that well you presume that they can't 
Heavy D, 15. Graham McTubbish. He's a Highlander. Right, Nat. Graham McTubbish, um, yeah. I once lost an acting role to. In, and what role were you and both getting Look what he's for? doing here with his career. He's charging 50, 50 quid for knows, a He knows girl. what he's doing, doesn't he? Um, well, there you go. There's. Um, I hope I've inspired you, listener, to go and have a listen, go and have a look at it. The, they've got videos as well, by the way. Oh, really? They're, that's more, presumably. No. Well, they're all videos. Oh, they're visual voices. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, E17. I'm about for that. If I was quid. listening to this show now, I would get stop listening to it and instead go and spend two hours looking at this. Yeah, I would. Let's. Go. I'm. I'm doing that now. I need to get off the website. Really. Yeah. So. Oh my god, he's on the show, Jimmy Constable, twenty five quid, previous guest of the show from nine one one. Did we go in for free? Nine eleven. Yeah, of course, he was a guest on the show. It's it was all right. Something. Yeah, yeah. In a way, we've beat the system. <laughs> um, actually. Thingy, um, Anna Jackson, his PR might be listening, and then that's going to get us in trouble. So, um, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ah, I don't know what his PR's called. <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> Pulled it back. Thank you. You thought the show was going to be shit. I came back. Oh, I can't do that, Nat. Yeah, we are doing it. You no, know what? We've got to no, try I, new things. I, no, 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 no. You, that, that doesn't apply. I know already when I wouldn't like something. I'd have to try it to know that I wouldn't. We don't like know. It. I know that it's. To use, the, I didn't like prawns until recently. In the words of Pat Sharp, it's beneath me, <laughs> right? It's absolutely beneath me. If that goes goes through, then I I actually agree with Pat Sharp <laughs> about that. If that's okay. part of this show, okay. I can't well, we'll I can't interview someone as Ali G. <laughs> right? I can't do it now. <laughs> I can't play along with it even. Uh, I'll uh, say I'll say take your bubble hat off and just talk to me like a human being. I'm going to call him Ali. Or Mr. No, G, not. we're no, calling Mr. G. Again, like, that's what... <laughs> your mic will I'm just go... <laughs> I'm letting you take this one. I'm not I'll just say well, I'll just sit here in silence. I've got... I can't speak to someone who's pretending it's to be, be somebody else's character. It's going to be a bit weird I was, once, I was once in a taxi with Paul Whitehouse. Yeah. Right? Who, by Love the way... Him. Have you seen Whitehouse and Mortimer Gone Fishing? No, I'd like to. I think it might be the best programme ever made. Oh, what, can you tell me the premise of it? Is it's, it, is it it's, it's Paul and Bob Mortimer. Yeah. Don't say going fishing. fishing. That is just that's but it. That's not it. Not sketch. It's not characters. No. It's just the two of them. It's fishing. them being themselves going okay. fishing. So it's all sort of based on because you know Bob had his art bypass. Oh yes, I and do all that. that. And yeah. Paul also had heart issues. He's had stents put in. Right. So um, the premise of it is is that Paul's taking Bob to do a calming thing because Bob was really shook up by his operation. Yeah. So they're going to go because Paul's always fished. So they're going to do a calming thing. So they go to all these places in the UK and, and just fish. Okay. Right? Yeah. And Bob's out of his depth with it. He doesn't know anything about it, but he's joining in. He's doing his best he can. And then Bob will make him some food and stuff that's heart, heart healthy is what it. Oh, nice. So it's all like that. It's a beautiful program. Like, it really and it's really funny. Okay, it is I'm it's dead funny. It. But it's beautiful and it's shot. It's all shot on drones predominantly. Oh, right. Um, okay. And it's just in HD. It's just stunning. I will. I really like both of them a lot. Yeah. And, and when they're not in their either in character or whatever. Yeah, they're just being themselves. Yeah. But they're, they're both funny blokes yeah, as well. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. But what the reason I mentioned Paul Whitehouse is I've only met him a couple of times. I don't want to say no him at all. But I was in a taxi with him. Um. And why? I was at something with him. Oh, okay. Um. And somebody else that was part of our group that night, who neither of us knew, by the way. There was a lot of people thrown together all at the same time. And neither of us knew this other guy. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know each other, in fact, but we'd spoken that night and got along. This other guy in the taxi, mm. right, wound the window of the taxi down, right, was clearly very giddy that he was in a taxi with Paul Whitehouse, and started doing 
Paul Whitehouse catchphrases Brilliant. <laughs> out of the taxi yeah, yeah, window. Yeah. There was one, he did a Harry Enfield thing where he said to somebody, um, we are considerably richer than you, is yeah. what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, uh, and I locked eyes with Whitehouse. And we never said a word, but it was quite clear how cringy that was. It's quite a, an odd thing to do, isn't it? It really is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really is. So it's a similar sort of cringiness that I would feel. It'd be like me being in a cab with you when I'm in there going, sharp nap. That's one of your catchphrases. What? Oh, you're doing it out of the window. Yeah. yeah. When I'm next to you, or like, oh, <coughs> charge your face. Well, could we get in a cab, though? It'd have to be a double-decker, wouldn't it? To get double-decker cab? You could be on the top. Oh yeah, I'll take your, the top one. With your legs down the stairs. You, but yeah, and you'd have trouble climbing up the stairs. Yeah, and so I'd get on it in the first place. So I'll yeah, take yeah. a run up and jump onto the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do I it. I can't interview a man who's um, pretending to be on I'm just kind of smiling because I'm thinking about what's about to happen. No, 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 listen to me. I think Toby sent me a photo. No, listen to me. Listen to me. Yeah, I, I cannot interview a man <laughs> who is pretending to be on a G. Show me the photo. <laughs> show me the photo. Just show me the... I, I can't do it now. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't. I'm crying. He's going to think I'm upset when he comes in in a second. No, uh, do you know what? He, he won't, because he'd be too busy looking at me going, that bloke's definitely upset. <laughs> <laughs> that bloke is actually upset. I, I can't interview someone as Ali G. Just no. think it is Ali G. <laughs> no, I don't want to think it is Ali G. Do you know what? I would actually be uncomfortable interviewing Sasha Baron Cohen being Ali G. Oh, God. I'd find that hard. Why don't you interview him as Sasha Baron Cohen? Because I think he does Borat as well. Because he's not dressed up as Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, good point. He's, he's yeah, dressed yeah. up as fucking Ali G, isn't he? So what am I meant to do with that? I'm glad it's amusing yeah, you, given I'm that this sorry. is going to be another situation where a PR company call you and say you're not putting that on air. Uh, no, no, we are, because you're not because it's going to be fine. We're going to do the interview. We don't do that anymore, by the way, whoever his PR is. Um, right, well, uh, can, you, can you just do it? Get him in. I mean, I didn't even watch Ali G, so I don't know anything about it. Neither Ali do G. I. I don't know what it is. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. Well, that's what you can tell no, us, No, no, I don't. I've got no interest in it. I don't know what, I didn't really, I mean. Don't know what it is. No idea. I did watch it. Do you know what? Let's actually let's. That's what we'll do. What? Let's talk to him as if neither of us know who Ali G is. Okay, that's good. <laughs> so yeah. we'll talk to him as if they, he really is like that. Okay, as in like let's not let's. What if what if you pretended you didn't know Ali G was a character? Why don't I just you say as soon person? as he speaks? Why don't I say is that your real voice? <laughs> <laughs> that could just be my opening to it. Is that is that how you actually talk? But what if you just came in and you're like. I didn't even know Ali G honestly, was a character. And then you just talked to him as Ali G. Such a shit couple of weeks. And this, this feels like the right culmination out. of it all. This feels like the last thing that will actually tip me into... I feel like I've been hovering over a breakdown for about a month. Oh, no. And I feel like this could be the thing where my head goes, do you know what, fuck it, genuinely, fuck it all off. No, please don't do that. <laughs> Because I think he can do Borat as well. That'll cheer you up. Oh, for, oh no! Sorry, nobody mentioned that he could do Borat. Oh no, we're fine then, aren't we? If is he can that, do Borat, is that Borat? Yeah, I think that's Borat. Yeah. Do you think he could do Borat while he's the other one, while he's dressed as Ali J? That'd be weird, one? wouldn't it? What's what the other mean, one? What's he the does? other one? Bruno. The dictator. The what? The dictator? No. Yeah, there's another one. He could, he could probably a do dictator, that. Dictator? Did he? Yeah, there's a film, The Dictator, isn't it? Oh, is that okay? He and you're right, Bruno. Let's get Bruno going. I, I would find it more interesting to speak to him about him being a lookalike thing. I'm sure just as, a, as a bloke. I'm sure we'll be able to do that. I'm not. I am not. <laughs> I am not sure. I don't want to do any of this interview with him in character as Ali J. And it's going to be really weird with him well, dressed as Ali We probably should have told him that before he got dressed next yes. door. Yes, you should. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, you absolutely should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's why you have to tell me. Danny, you can call him Danny B, though, because that's what he is on air. Sounds too much like Ali J. Oh, yeah, Danny B. Honestly, I can feel it. Call him Dan Blasky. Honestly, I can genuinely. This is going to be. Can you feel it coming in the air tonight? 
<laughs> I didn't even know that was on there. <laughs> if I was Phil Collins, I would have started fading that out like three minutes earlier. Oh no, I think it's it's a good it's length. It's fucking awful. No, it's a lovely song. I it's like it. It's shocking. Why? Mate. It's shocking. I saw him do it live last year and it was very good. I don't care. It's shocking. Okay. I think he's terrible. Alright, okay. I like him. And I'm, I'm, I think, if we're paying in PRS, I should be able to say how awful that is. Oh, at the same yeah, time. you don't have to. Yeah, okay, fine. Shocking. Fine. Right. We're joined now. Who, who am I joined by? It's Danny B. You can Dan- give me Danny <laughs> B, innit? Um, I, I want to talk to you in real life. Am I allowed to talk to you in real life? This is as real as it gets, bro. It's definitely not. You, def- you definitely don't talk like that. This is our- Look at my producer. Look at her. She, right, look at her. She's I, in a fucking element at the moment. The reason she's laughing like that is because she knows she's put me in an uncomfortable situation. No, 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 no. Even though at some point, and it'll all be funny now, but at some point we will have a genuine meeting about this where things will get thrown. <laughs> is I invited to the meeting as well? Yeah, please. I'm inviting you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you're totally I'm invited. invited. Dan, I'm inviting you're you. You're absolutely invited. Because I enjoy looking at your producer, actually. She's oh. proper you can, uh, by, by all means, I will leave the studio and you can just do whatever comes naturally to both of you. Definitely would. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That, there you go. That's no, I, I was adjusting you. his mic. <laughs> <laughs> I was just adjusting his mic. I wasn't like, yeah, that's good. No, I want to talk to you as Dan. I know you spent a lot of time getting ready but I want to talk to you as Dan this is it we can talk about whatever you like that's not your real voice you has got me as this that's this is how definitely we're definitely not your real voice what's uh, wrong is you a bit racialist or something no yeah? not at all I think it's handy as an impersonator if Dan Blasky's real voice is Ali G's that's actually already a good start that's maybe when you learn you could be an impersonator alright then but then what do you do when you're doing Borat then, then oh, what yeah, do you do, do you, just, you do Borat who I've got it on your press release in front of me man I've got it as Borat I told you oh, I you was talking about Kazakh Dan <laughs> Oh, have you been fucking? <laughs> Has somebody's lawyer been in touch? <laughs> do you do Bruno? For real, aka Brunot. Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> you got the whole gamut. But look, so this is you, the, I mean, this is so, it. So in character now, what are you called now? Danny B. This you ask me. So you're not allowed. Are you not allowed to use the actual names? Is that part of the no, puzzle of it? Of course not. Of course not. No, that's is an impersonation. Oh, you can say okay. somebody else, somebody. Um, I'm honestly intrigued by this as a thing. Is this your job? Is this your like main job? This is it. I do a bit of this, a bit of live comedy, and some voiceover work and stuff like when that. When you do live comedy, though, do you do that as yourself or do you do that in character? I do that in character. Okay. <clears throat> Here's my question. And please don't say this is confrontational. It's just something I'm really interested in. Okay. Quite, quite genuinely interested in it. Um, in order, I I saw once. I didn't see him live, but I was I was informed by somebody who had seen this person live how brilliant he was. Um, and I saw I watched it online, and it was someone in like Tenerife or something like mm. that doing a Billy Conley tribute act, right? Oh, okay. I've never and, seen that. Okay. Well, he didn't. I can't remember. I think it was called Silly Conley. I think okay. so. It was something like that. And it was. Um, he was quite clearly a very talented performer. He wasn't doing any Billy Connolly material. It wasn't so. There wasn't that. He was just doing a gig as Billy Connolly, but it was all his own gear. All right. So I. What? <laughs> so I didn't on all his own material. He used oh, his own right. material, which is, yeah, is yeah, basically yeah. what I do as well. I so then, so then why? So a genuine question. Then what? So then why? If you have that innate ability, that'd be like me going out to do a stand-up gig and going. I'm going to do it as John Inman tonight. And it's like, there's, oh there's no God. reason that actually would, would, that love, would be good. I would love to see that. I'm not <laughs> that would lie. actually be really good, wouldn't it? I'll tell you who'd be front front row. Who? Oh, John Beck. Um, so, yeah, that's my question. So, what, so why would you not use your uh, natural ability 
to do it as yourself uh, wh why would you do okay. it as a character so when Im was in his prime yeah, the yeah. thing that sort of blew me away was the interview scenario that yeah. he did yeah, with yeah. people that obviously in, in his heyday didn't have a clue who he was and took the character at face value yeah, rather yeah, yeah. okay so I don't have that luxury but I love that idea of the this sort of live interactive interview thing yeah so most of my stage show there's only five minutes of my stage show which is stand-up comedy and, okay. I've, and, and is my material if mm -hmm. you like yeah, and yeah, even yeah. that material is done with a view from a character like this looking at an event whether it's a, a wedding or whatever I don't really do a lot on the comedy circuit it's more sort of private functions and corporate events yeah, yeah. things like that so five minutes of it is stand-up but the bulk of the of the act and the bit that I sort of really loved the idea of is the interview and for that the character it makes sense to do it as that character. I've got a bit well, of research ahead but, of the. But but Sasha didn't invent mock interviews. So I mean, Carolina Herm was doing that long uh, before him, and, and way yeah. back in the day, there's been plenty of people who've done that. For real. So if that is the this really sounds challenging, but it's because I'm actually interested in, in people's decision making. Okay. It's, it, I'll, I'll simplify it a lot. It is my my act is a tribute to those characters. But if you have the skills to do that yourself. Why not just create your own characters? That's ge my genuine question. Um, I've got my own characters, but the way that I make my a, a lot of my living, it is easier and to be able to sell a gig with a character that is already popular that people know. Part of the of the act that I really enjoy doing, which hopefully and and seems to be in the feedback of most people mm, who yeah. see it, is that part of the magic of it or the fun of it or whatever you want to call it is that the impersonation plays a pretty big role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the material alone, however good it is, might be fun, original. It might get me about on the circuit a little bit, yeah, making yeah, yeah, yeah. this mm -hmm. here and there. But part of the thing that sort of grabbed people's attention is that you frame it in the right way. You, sh you, you have the, the setup of the show in the right way yeah. as a tribute to do it in the way that he would do it. Not like lookalikes. I mean, this was partly why I started doing it this way. I got work as, a, as what you'd call a lookalike, of yeah, which yeah, yeah. there are loads out and, there. And I get that. So I, I totally get that. So if someone just happens to have grown up looking like David Jason, fucking fine. If you want to walk right. around someone's wedding as in a Del Boy exactly. jacket, fine. Exactly. But that's but different I was, I found it a bit tedious, yeah, right? Yeah. I thought, you know, if you were to book the real geezer to perform at your event or to crash the party or whatever, you wouldn't have him mixing and mingling. All the lookalike agencies, they call it mixing and mingling because they've got tunnel vision. That's all they can see. If someone isn't a musical tribute act, yeah. all they can see is mix and mingle, right? You go to an event, you mix and mingle, which, you know, I can make people laugh in that, mm. but yeah, yeah. it is... It is fairly sort of, it's not as high impact. Yeah. And I thought, what would he do if you booked the original <coughs> to appear at an event? He would do a little bit of what he does on, mm -hmm. on the telly. He would do maybe a bit of a monologue, an interview with someone that everyone at the event knew. Yeah. yeah. And it would be that sort of show. Yeah. Mm. So over the years, I just sort of turned it into a bit of that. And I would like to think it's more than just a bit of stand up and it's more than an impersonation. The, cr the hybrid of it all. I think is a kind of performance art which people thankfully okay. have been very complimentary about. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yes, yeah. The, you know, doing stand-up material, I appreciate the art of it mm. to the point that I don't think I could bang out enough new material week on, week out, change no, the show. Week on, week out. Well, well it, you know, 
I, I hear you, but yearly, you need to change yearly, it. Yearly, maybe. Yeah, yeah but, but change it around a lot for the. You know, you, if you're on the circuit, you want to change a bit of it. Um, mate, and I, I appreciate. I, I, the, know, I know people who have been doing stand up for 25 years who haven't changed one fucking word in that time, and they still get booked and they still oh. make a shit ton of money. There's some big names out there yeah. who, have, who have got away with you know three or four the, shows in their people, co- in their career. All, no, bigger names wouldn't get away with it, but. Like McIntyre wouldn't get away with going doing the same tour show no. for the next five okay. years. Or, but or you, you and me, we, we, I think between us, we know at least one huge name in comedy who's done a few massive, massive shows. Peter. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, these are the, the material, as we, we don't see him on the circuit all the time. No, in the beginning, but, he was mm. absolutely killing well, it. Well, well, what I'd say in Peter's defence, and I'm, I'm not one for defending Peter, generally. How did speaking. you know that's exactly who I was talking about? No, no, of Before course. Before I'd finished yeah, the sentence, no, but, you were like. No, absolutely. And I, I agree with you. But Peter is a, a almost a law unto himself as a stand up. And it's, it's quite strange to see. It's quite an odd thing. Because I would say that Peter, Peter K, we're on about now. Um, is more akin in the nature of the shows he does, the live shows he does when he was performing, um, is more akin to like an old band where he's knocking out best ops. Do you, like, do you know what I mean? Okay. Even though, and, and by the way, he doesn't do word for word the, the same show. No, I get the difference. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But but if he doesn't say garlic bread, there's going to be a fucking riot. Like, do you know, do you know what I mean? So, um, so I understand. They that. want the oldies. They no, want except, the oldies. Well, they want sort of the bits. That but they, he's a talent. You know, he's a, and, and he's a talented guy. Yeah, he, no, uh, no, he, I've, no, I've, I've, no, I've never debated that with Peter. I've never debated his, his talent and his innate ability. And again, I would perhaps look at Peter in a very pious and pompous way. You know, for what what I've what I achieved, but. I would perhaps look in the same way and go, you're better than that. You're better than garlic bread. You're better than, um, you know, sort of semi-repeating material or working off the same themes over and over again. But I guess his audience that, that's been cultivated want that. And it's objective as well. What you, you know, view as better or worse than another act or, or, or another kind of thing, it, it's definitely down to the individual that's watching it. Now, for me, what, what I wanted to do, and admittedly, I've been doing it quite a few years and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, probably yeah. should have uh, in my own laziness should have broken away and, and got to do started doing more of my own characters earlier yeah, on yeah, yeah. but for me I thought there was something quite exciting about now can we not fool the audience but can we create an, a, a combination of stand up comedy and uh, an impersonation yeah. that is so convvincing that some people m- might not be sure if it's okay, the real one I get that. or not yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think in it, it, that in its own right as a tribute act as an impersonation call it what you like I, I think there's some fun that can, that can happen yeah, there no, I'm, and I'm, that, that you can't see in a normal stand-up routine or, or, or something that I might have created as an alternative to it. And when the clip went viral, if I had done the same material as an interview as myself yeah. with this, uh, I interviewed an Indian couple at their wedding. Okay. okay? We surprised them. Uh, someone took a clip of five minutes of this interview, a guest at the wedding on their mobile phone, right? Yeah. There is, I, I am convinced there is no way that exactly the same material, however funny it went down, however wicked the audience was that night, mm. It just wouldn't have made the same impact. Not that I was in expecting it to, but it wouldn't have made the same impact if it wasn't this impersonation that, that people were commenting. No, it's the real one. He's just winding us up by, right, okay. by making. You know, mm. yeah, there yeah. was a bit of a there was a bit of fun there with the with the whole sort of yeah, illusion yeah. of it. It's a bit like a magic trick. Yeah, I'm again. I'm not. 
I know it doesn't sit easy with you. No, it's not. Do you, know, do you know what? It's. I don't think it's even that. I, I, I'm. I'm sort of self-analyzing at the moment, trying to think. Am I being a twat about this? Because I don't. I, I. I honestly don't mean to be rude at all. Like I really, really don't. It's just something that I. We'd already been discussing the idea of lookalikes, and then we've mm. been discussing the idea of tribute acts and stuff. And it's something that. I find infinitely watchable myself. You know, I'm sure like the the, the TV show lookalikes, I would I would thoroughly enjoy. What? Let me ask you this, if I can, because you you've done comedy a long, long time. Yeah. What what made you give it up? I didn't need to do it anymore. Okay. So I. But you weren't you weren't doing it originally because you needed to. You did it because you loved it. I oh, no no. But that is that not the same thing? No. What needing to and loving something isn't the same thing. It's, it know. absolutely is. Come on no, now, come I, on now. I this this ain't. I wouldn't say it's the same thing, needing and loving. You might need something like food. It doesn't mean you love it, does you it? Need, you or need, or water. You need bread and water. You need bread and water, but you no, love no, no, no. It was KFC. Well, well no. Well then, well, then, whatever love, which I don't think I ever had for stand-up, by the way. I don't okay. think I ever loved it. Uh, it certainly felt like something that I wished to do as a young man and that I um, struggled with, I reckon, for maybe two or three years because I was multitasking so I was doing some sketch stuff as well and a three man sketch group and all that sort of thing and I was in a double act much later on as well so I um, would struggle with being a solo fucking voice as a stand up because I was also managing other things and other uh, you know o- other uh, performance aspects of my life I was actor as well and you know doing bits and bobs so um, I packed in stand up because for several reasons first one was because I didn't like audiences and the way the audience was starting to behave in the certain clubs I was playing secondly was I financially didn't need to do it anymore so it wasn't I had to go out there just for cash and as soon as I was getting an inkling in my career that I was doing certain gigs just for the cash that was a big red flag to me because it should be that I'm going to do the gig. Uh, touring, I loved. So if I went out and did my own show right. to people that had discovered me through podcasts or whatever, I loved it and would happily still do it today. Um, but I've not got time to do it at the moment. Um, but as a jobbing comic, I just didn't... The hours of driving, as you get older and stuff, driving that amount of miles all up and down the country all the time, very, very wearing. It had an impact on my health as well. Um, but it was certainly... Um, I, I realised that I had other irons in the fire that were actually doing better than my stand-up. So, so certain podcasts I did, um, certain other you know th- things that I was doing um, had a better chance of me having a contented life by putting more energy into those rather than going doing gigs at fucking Baby Blue in Liverpool, which I fucking hated and hated myself for even stepping foot in that building, right? So uh, when it got to that point, it was like, I'm going to have to have a proper rethink it and, and redo it. So that's the reason that I stopped it. Harry Muff, so you made more irons in the fire for yourself anyway. You, you made yeah, yeah, other yeah. avenues for you to yeah, explore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been a lot lazier than that. But you said earlier on that it wasn't laziness. Well, it, yeah, laziness is involved. <laughs> right, OK. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you did say earlier on, because I was going to pull you then. No, no, that no. Point. Sorry. Uh, I'll explain the difference. <clears throat> laziness in terms of crafting creative more, laziness more, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 more no, no, original I, 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 material I don't doubt you work thing. your arse off I don't doubt that at all that you physically work your arse off going places I don't doubt that at all um, yeah but creative laziness is a um, I don't know for me I, again I'm, I'm judging it by my own preconceived standards but I'm not saying that mine are right either I'm just saying that for me it sits uneasy to me because it's like yeah, because you, you're clearly a creative bloke. That, that's what that's the bit that bothers me. It's not that you just look like Ali G, because it isn't that. It's you know, it's that. I think I'd I'd also get too 
too caught up and up my own batty trying to write different stuff all the time. Don't get me wrong, if someone's sending me a hilarious script to do a different character, essentially I'm an actor. Mm. I'm yeah, trained yeah, yeah, as an actor. Yeah. Someone's mm. sending I, I, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where did you train? I went to Central. Okay, well, there we go, right? So you're from uh, Central School of Speech and Drama. Um, I so, did a drama degree before that in Liverpool. Did you? Whereabouts? At John Moore's. John Moore's, yeah, 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 okay. And I loved it. The course there was, that was a three, I did an MA at Central and I did a three-year course at uh, John Moore's and you know what? I loved it. And yeah. it was around that time when I was in, I think my first year uh, at John Moore's was when the 11 o'clock show came yeah. out. And you know, we're trying these things out and having a, I think there was mm. even a module on the, on, the, on the course that I was able to, you know, experiment with this character and, and, and yeah. start having a mm-hmm. play around. And um, point is, you know, I, I've probably done I've done far more acting and performing and voiceover stuff in my life with someone else's material yeah. than I have um, script to my own stuff. Albeit that that you know the material that I use in this show uh, is my own material the yeah, yeah. and and some of it's improvised and, mm. uh, and off the cuff and, and when it goes on a funny. That's, that's the hard bit. That's the hard bit. But to create that, you know, it, it's it's wicked. But for me to go to a stand-up comedy club right at the event yeah yeah uh, think of any event you want whether it's a corporate one a wedding a bar mitzvah whatever you like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've done my homework on whoever the event VIP is whether it's the CEO of the company yeah. or it's the uh, bride and groom or whatever I've done a little bit of homework so I've crafted a, a few sort of setups for the interview so that I say oh okay uh, Ian how long has you been married for bruv yeah. and I know you're going to say a certain amount of time or what you do for a living I know you're going to answer a certain question so I might have that joke set up with your response yeah. but everyone in that room knows who they are yeah, 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 yeah. I can't rock up to some random comedy club as fit in on the bill okay your time's been changed yeah go go and get your costume on in the, in the bogs that are falling to pieces <laughs> yeah, back yeah. there and, and, and just hope no one noticed this, this yellow character waiting in the corner don't worry about the entrance it doesn't matter if it's not as high impact as, mm. as what you wanted okay now come out oh no it doesn't matter if, if you haven't prepared the interview you can just pick someone at random mm. from the now You've been in comedy. You know full well. You ain't going to pick some. You might be able to riff with the audience if you're on stage and you've got a heckler or something like that. But breaking the boundary and having someone that is significant, a significant part of your act yeah. as the subject of the interview, I can't do that randomly. So what? So the, the program lookalikes is on Channel Four. So so what? It's a documentary, right? Or or is it? it? What is it? It's not. I mean, you you've got to check it out because I'm not sure the words that they've used to describe or that I yeah, could I'm describe go, like, it. Yeah. Does, does it does it, doesn't it justice? Really say what it is, they just say a okay. So yeah. they say it is a reality based. A structured fly oh, yeah, on the wall that. comedy. It Something does say like that, that to be fair. It actually does right. say the show is a structured fly on the wall reality comedy. Reality oh, right. comedy, which okay. means that they ain't sending scripts to the people that is involved. Mm. They are they they are writing a through line for the scenes mm. and for the episodes and where the the series is going to go. I mean, it's sh- like a four episode series, or the first one was anyway. I can't remember how many's in this okay. in series two. They've got a through line for it, but you rock up. They say, look, what we're going to do is they'll give you a scenario. You're going to go into this agent uh, and you need to ask for more work, but don't take no for an answer. Okay, right? so is it more like a Taui sort of like the, 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 the same structure? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. So it's like directed reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. But obviously 
there is a much bigger element of performance involved because everyone that's going in there has got a, a an actor or a, a, a character or someone that they look like, sound like, and um, they've got this wicked. There's a wicked voiceover artist who um, does the narration on the whole thing. The whole thing sounds like it's narrated by Morgan Freeman. Right. Okay. I'm actually a bit gut. That's in my repertoire, okay. and I'm a little bit gutted. Oh, really, I missed really? that one. You can yeah, yeah, yeah. double dead on this one for real. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but basically. You know, everyone involved has got has got some uh, extra need of performance, if you okay. like, mm. than something like Towie or Chelsea, which are all, I, you know, I, I don't. I, I know the premise of the shows. I'm not yeah. seeing the shows, but I know the premise. So, of them. I mean, you know, they're they're based on real people, and, and and a lot of these things, you know, they're saying it's reality. Yeah. But you know, we we don't all. They've got scenes where all the all, all the lookalikes are there in the agency waiting to hear from the agency head right. what's going on with the industry. Well, you know, that don't happen. Yeah, of course. Are you all in character all the time? If the clobber is on? I, oh, okay. in the show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. everyone in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, is the, is no, the, no, no. So, so that's the thing. There, there is a bit of a mashup. So some people um, look like their thing but don't do their voice right okay right yeah, yeah some yeah. of them so it, it may them the best ones yeah it, if i hear uh, them talk it mainly <laughs> it mainly follows uh, uh an impersonator uh, called tim oliver him does uh, a david brent input and i say david I brent and, and, and not, sure, not uh, ricky, ricky gervais, gervais right yeah. so right. he does a david brent thing now from the you know beginning to end when you see him on the tv uh, on the show he is that character you don't okay. see him come out of it right whereas it's also probably equally about his rival agency uh, i'm doing the bunny ears inverted commas for no. people rival agency which you know don't really exist as a rival agency right there's a geezer called andy harmer who in his day was uh, uh, is a david beckham impersonator okay i mean to be fair he looks a lot more now like the geezer that ate david beckham <laughs> uh, he's packed it on a little bit okay. but okay. but he's you know and he is himself talking to the camera and there is comedy even to that because you know he's just some geezer from eastbourne who yeah, some, yeah, yeah you know as far as the the, the show is concerned he talks about oh it's funny i think i dream about being david beck he probably don't dream about it right. you know uh, he's a down-to-earth geezer yeah, yeah so it's a real hard one to explain the format yeah. because there are structures there are things that are created yes, that we haven't they're not scenes that i would necessarily write for myself okay. but at the same time they're giving you a le an element of free for all use your own words to get there you know yeah. Yeah. It would be good if, uh, oh, by the way, in this bit, you did something that rhymed as well. But they're not feeding you lines. They're, no. they're telling you where the scene has to go, which I imagine might be a bit like Curb Your Enthusiasm or something. Okay, right. so, but, but, but are you on it as Dan Blasky? Is there a scene? I, is that, you, no, no, no. I, this are, is me. So, if so you're, the whole, you're not always in, in character dressed as Ali, as Ali J. You are the whole time that you're in it. You're always yeah. dressed as... Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a couple okay. of scenes in uh, episode one of this four-part second series i'm not right. you know i'm not in it loads it, as i said it mainly follows uh, uh tim yeah. and andy as like agent rival agencies yeah, yeah, in the yeah. industry now they're mates they're not you know rival industry but it's got people wondering hang on is that wait a minute it, yeah well, like, uh, do, do people what, I, get I, confused I about I the heard, boundary of reality i'm sure i heard that he was running an agency so it's obviously come from that it's obviously 
a- I think Andy does. Andy Andy definitely does. He runs an agency. No, I meant your man Tim. So he's the he's the David Brent guy, right? Listen, everyone who has been in the business a little bit, we all know each other. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. your definition of agency, if anyone calls saying, yeah, look, yeah, yeah. you know, we had you at our event last year, you were absolutely wicked. We've we had you as Borat the year before that or whatever. We've exhausted your your impersonation repertoire. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know anyone else that could make our night absolutely you know? everyone else can be an agent yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like you sit in an office yeah, and 24 yeah, 7 yeah. your phone is ringing and uh, you know get me victoria beckham asap and, and and gordon ramsay needs to cook us up it ain't you know the industry ain't hectic right. people are doing this from their home computer or whatever yeah. because they know which if you've been in the industry long enough you know which acts are good which acts are a bit, right. you know but and anyone can, can can do that sort of work but the way that they've structured it in the show it's quite clever they've made it look like more of an official well yeah it sounds like a convoluted premise and I don't say that as a, as a disrespectful thing because a convoluted premise is really hard to pull off yeah. like really hard to pull off and, and to make it to screen as well so I'd, I'd, I'd have faith in it as a thing I think it's really intre- like proper interesting I'd chat to you for ages longer but I've got um Pauline Quirk's son coming in as I, I've taken to calling him uh, with Charlie, Charlie Quirk yeah. in his own right um, I'm, I'm sorry man if I've seemed like a, a, a twat I've genuinely not meant to look none taken it's a, a weird thing I just don't want you to think that I was being disrespectful to you as a bloke because I really wasn't oh, I was ju- trust I, me you'd know it if I thought you was being disrespectful <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, <laughs> the West Staines upon Thames Massive is down the street I don't, ready, even, ready I don't even know what that means but what Stains. I will say to you is I, I did forewarn you I was super quick so by all means bring it on um, it's been a pleasure chatting to you nice um, chatting to you bro and to you um, cheeky big it up <laughs> and best, <laughs> best of luck with lookalikes hang on hang on That was a Jonathan Coulson trilogy all in one go because we mm-hmm. did such a long interview. I decided to put three songs on back to back, and that was they, they are a trilogy of songs, those. Mm-hmm. But I played them in the wrong order. I think I played okay. them backwards. Right. In fact, backwards I'm mixed up as well. Played them backwards? Well, the first one was the latest one, was You Wouldn't Know. Oh, right, okay. But then I went to Still Alive, which I think was I think was the first one. And used to be the song at the end of the show. Did, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's played every week, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Might start doing that again, eh? Yeah, that's quite nice. It's better Star than Wars. fucking feel the love, innit? Um, we're yeah. joined now by uh, Charlie Quirk. Hello, Charlie. Here's the Oh, fuck there this. Go. There's me fuck this. Fuck this. <laughs> Get it in. What word did you say? What was that, Charlie? I think he said easy now. I think easy he said. now. Is that what you said? We'll all do it now. It's close. I it couldn't even tell you. Whatever the noise was, it was well placed. Oh, I actually. liked it. Thank you. Um, a second Ali G impersonator of the show. Charlie's no, in here to It's not going to be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wish that on Charlie, myself, mm. or the general public. Oh, you do wish it on me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You deserve all you get after booking that last person. Oh, no, he was a really nice guy. He was a really nice guy, but wouldn't it have been lovely to speak? to him in his own voice because yes. he had interesting shit to say so and wouldn't it actually be funny and clever and he can write material and at some point maybe he will be performing as himself mm. pot money that he won't I had a question though what I was your question I didn't get ask Charlie yeah, ask me, I'll <laughs> well no I was just thinking you know people are still doing David Brent and Ali G but, mm. but do they get worried when there's new shows and people like people just do nothing and Grindr they're, they're, way, they're way passe now aren't they yeah, both well, those mm. so that's what I was thinking do they not get worried and think well Grinder is as a more kind of modern day Ali G if you will a younger on, version we're about to start talking about birds of a feather though aren't we Oh, right. Well, because that's back, Segway. isn't it? Yeah. Ali G isn't back. Uh, Birds of a Feather is back. It has been back for a few years now on ITV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done three series, two Christmas special. About do you know what? I was booked to do the warm-up on the first series back yeah. and pulled out of it at the last minute. 
How dare you? No, I just, I just didn't want it. It wasn't the show. <laughs> I, just, I just didn't want to do the work. I, I, oh. I, I just didn't want to go because I wasn't living in London at that point, mm. and I just didn't want to go down and do it. And I, and I just, I just pulled it. I, I was pulling like one episode, then another episode of that. I went, right. do you know what? Just pull the series because, and I would have loved to have done it. I'm a big fan of like I wasn't particularly a fan of Birds of a Feather, like a mad fan of it. Yeah. I, 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 I watched it. it. I was. Yeah, I'm yeah. a fan of Marks and Grand though. Yeah. Like, I, I really rate Marks Good and boys, Grand. Aren't they? Yeah, they really yeah. are. Yeah, Good yeah, boys. yeah. Mm. Really rate them. So. Yeah, it was weird that, that okay. I, just, I pulled the whole series eventually, but I would have enjoyed doing it. I, I thought, think it's not really because it it was on BBC One, right? Correct. Years yeah, years. back in the day. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. when it got brought back, it was ITV, which mm-hmm. said, "I want to bring the show back." And now, yeah, it's they, like, they they said, "Do you want a series?" And we said, "Definitely." Yeah. And yeah. then and then the feedback after the first series, the return, it was was massive. So then another one, and then one okay. more, and then stuff like that. So it kind of just carried on because people were still enjoying it yeah. yeah there's a lot to be said for that isn't there for actually for an enough passage of time to go where you bring it back mm. as essentially a new beast yeah yeah with, yeah. with the familiarity of the original yeah. like I think for all its criticism the, the Roseanne reboot well it did well didn't it yeah, there wasn't I, a lot of criticism of course, about that of course it, it was about her yeah no of course it did well yeah. but, that, but that as an idea I find mm-hmm. quite appealing to, yeah, to yeah, revisit yeah. characters mm-hmm. At a later stage, I mean, one came back to life in Roseanne, but at a later stage in their life, I think when the when the characters are so well known and so well loved, then there's always room to do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think. Mm. But there's also the risk of, I mean, how amazing! I mean, God rest his soul, but how amazing would it have been to uh, revisit the New Statesman now? Mm, from Marks and Grant, which they were doing in the live shows, yeah. you know, they were doing stage shows of the New Statesman where Alan Bastard was, was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Rick was playing his age. He was, I think he I was never playing saw the that, You know, I should. Is it? You never saw the New Statesman. I'm pretty sure I haven't, and I always wanted it. It's always something that I think You're I should. Fucking high. Well, I feel the same when you tell me you've not seen Absolutely Fabulous ever. I'm like, what are you talking about? How have you never seen that? It's the same thing. New Statesman, though. I will watch it, but I, is it available widely? Or yeah, you can get the full a lot on you DVD. Seen it, Charlie? No, Charlie, that's neither. Have you not seen neither. the New Statesman? You went, yeah, yeah, like, do you know so what it is? So you work with Marks and Brennan, you've not seen the New Statesman? Yeah. That is mental. They'll be fine with it. <laughs> that is <laughs> They'll be fine with it. That is insane. Well, they can just give you a copy. You don't have to yeah, write yeah. it down, do you? Just ask them for yeah, one. Yeah, they'll, they'll tell give me it about it. To you, yeah. I don't even think it's dated, which is weird, because it was sort of a topical show. He's an MP, right, isn't it? Yeah, Alan he's a conservative MP. Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. But anyway, so... Um, Early Birds. So mm. is it, Early Birds is connected to Birds of a Feather, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 the story of how Birds of a Feather was created and how it came on to television back in the 80s. Oh, okay. It's, it's a lot more of an interesting story. Um, the BBC wanted to pull it after one episode. Right. Oh. There was a huge meeting about how it was... Do you know why? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do but you know why? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, they've not looked into that. Well, no, no, the thing is... <laughs> no, they, no, don't, no, I'm done, guys. See you later. Things get cancelled. <laughs> Do you know why? No, because things get cancelled all the time or don't go progress after, especially in America, they pull things. They yeah. don't have to give you a reason. But, but they Nat, just say it doesn't work. But now this play is about that. So yeah, but it's not necessarily about that one episode, is it? In the play, the BBC come in and say, we're cancelling it, why? And then it's just a fucking what reasons did pinch they of silence for an hour. For what reasons did they <laughs> um, So the, the, the language was just unheard of at the time, especially coming from women. It was racy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Very, racy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It was, they just didn't think... They didn't think it would be taken because it's BBC One. It's quite highbrow stuff. And they were just... Yeah. they were, Well, in my opinion, they were scared that people would just reject it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's what like, whoa, 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 after we've seen that episode, we've, we've got to stop this because it's, it's just going to ruin us. And then the viewing figures came in and there was a live phone in. People just loving it from all walks of life, all over the country. And the first episode got 13.2 million viewers. Right. And they were like, 
we should we should probably let this carry on and then yeah. then they commissioned a series and a Christmas special isn't it so mental that the BBC uh, it's not even it's not even unusual but the BBC would wait till something had been broadcast and go hang on what have you made yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. well, how do you not know what they've made I'm, I'm fortunate enough to play an amazing character called uh, Alan McEwen okay. who was Lawrence yeah. Morris's business partner the executive producer and he was savvy and smart and yeah, yeah. he got it through avenues which maybe other people wouldn't have got it through to make it onto TV before anyone knew about it. Yeah. Um, so he sort of... So they kept their heads down. Yeah. Which is what The Office did years later. The, the Gervais and Merchant, they kept their heads down. That's well, what they did. They sort of... They couldn't believe how far it got. Well, let's keep doing this. But in, in the read-through, and there, there was BBC representatives <laughs> crossing mm. bits out and that's never going to... Can't put that on. And then... It was, we watched the first episode in our rehearsals and we were like, in 88, 89, how has this been? Yeah. And it was amazing. It, it rev- revolutionised stuff to be made like that and it, it changed mm. the game. And I think it's credit to them and credit to how it's done. You've got yeah. to commend that, how far yeah. it's done. And no, totally. But I think all things that, that take on that level of um, legendary status, I guess, mm. are something that are almost untouchable. So, so in, in a sense... The, the the return of Birds of a Feather couldn't fail, kind of, because it couldn't. It, it would have had to have been majorly mm. screwed up mm. to have actually ruined the the original. You Definitely, know, it, it would take some doing to actually do that. I think, and particularly if you've got everyone still in place, all the cast still in place, and the writers still in yeah. place, it's like, well, they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, even if times have changed or whatever, they still know the basics of what they're actually mm. doing. Um, but I recall, I can recall Birds of a Feather starting. And it feeling like, uh, uh, like, w- would there be an element of? I mean, yeah, but you probably won't be parties this, so you're too close to it. But would there be an element of that? Birds of a feather would be a shorthand for something naff in a, in a sense, as a sitcom. Uh, not in the same sense as like my family or whatever, but would it be considered like? Would it now be considered to be something? I mean, it's a. Fa- I know it was racy. You said when it first came out, but I always thought of it as being quite a family sitcom. I, I didn't think about it as being. I remember it being race- really rude. Do you? Yeah, I remember Maybe it being when really I watched rude. It, I was young, and, I didn't really. And a lot of bad language. Really. That did seem co- correctly did seem jarring because it was lasses. Like it actually did at the time. Well, what do you mean? Because it was women doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, 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 I mean, that says more about yeah. the viewer than it does about the actual product. But it, it did seem jarring because that just hadn't been on TV. Was it half eight? Half eight, yeah. yeah. So, so the big, the big thing about it was, yeah. was how they put us on the before the watershed. Just pre-watershed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then, but then, what? That, you're completely right. What was crazy was so many people called in saying, oh, we watched it with our, our children and expect we us expecting, oh, and they go, they loved it. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, was, it was how, what they said was it's how real people spoke. From yeah, that yeah, walk of life, yeah. and that hadn't been seen before. But you're right; it was it was close to knuckle. But yeah. I think the masses, yeah, everyone from all over the country was like, "This is the first thing we've seen that's real." And it's I'd like to see that again. That first, first episode, yeah, I think I'd like I would to look too. It actually, again actually, yeah. it's worth watching just for the clothes and the cars. <laughs> yeah, 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 I dare say. Yeah. I've forgotten how they introduced Dorian as well, because she was married right but she was constantly sleeping with and Miz with mm. other people and I'm, now I'm thinking about that that is actually really racy isn't it for a yeah, show yeah. half eight on a Sunday was it on yeah, yeah? I, th- I think I seem to remember say. it being on a Sunday because I'd be allowed to watch it before that's a school night and I'd have to be able to but I'd be allowed to watch Birds of a Feather right okay because so, okay. mm. it, it was a family that's show what a lot of people yeah. seem to say I was allowed to watch it yeah so it was sort of close but then they went oh here's a little treat go and watch it it but like it, but I, I guess as well when something's heading into Watershed that you can it'd be interesting to watch it wouldn't it and see 
at what timing in the episode was it getting worse mm. or was it getting you know, to see if it was actually written closer, that way to get right. close to the watershed yeah. or not how interesting I think I'd really like this because um, I, I like anything behind the scenes about historical things I, mm. I, I, I could really do so is Edinburgh Fringe you doing this at? yes so we're doing so well I'm doing two shows I'm doing yeah. uh, Early Birds and a play called Our Boys but okay. both up there yeah 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 what's Our Boys I forgot that one mm. Our Boys is a remarkable remarkable play uh, written by Jonathan Lewis who's yep. actually directing us okay. this time so we've got the original writer and it's about six soldiers uh, injured in the Afghan war and it's set in a injured soldiers hospital okay. and how they deal with their injuries the camaraderie um, sounds dark but it's actually very very funny Yeah, no, because yeah, yeah. of how those sort of people talk to each other and yeah, the banter yeah, yeah. and that so we've, we're doing that as well so some of us are doing those that and then uh, early birds and then some are doing a musical called Closer Than Ever so we're all in at least two shows wow. so it's a rep company yeah, right. yeah we're one. working on I told you rep still was a thing yeah but I'm looking at the time it it's, and yeah, it's, you're right, it's, it's decreased massively and we're sort of but why we're like it's no, an amazing thing for an man, actor to be able to do as no, well no it really is but your man who was the man that, uh, who was supposed to be Jonathan Foy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coy. Coy. When, I, when Coy. I said that about rep and he said no, there's it's no gone. rep at all. And I was like, mm. no, there is definitely still some sort there's of fringe few, rep. Right. Yeah, there's yeah, a few. Yeah, yeah. But we've recreated this to, to be able to do hard, this. You're working hard, Charlie, because you're doing uh, early Trying. birds yes. at six o'clock for 50 minutes and then you're back out on 8.30 for 90 minutes yeah. doing our fu- boys. Off your fucking head, mate. Yeah. Wow, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Fringe. Are you having days Gosh. off? Uh, yeah, excluding 8.15, 20. Wednesday off. Eight Wednesdays off. I couldn't believe it. It used to be Tuesdays, didn't it, the French? Eight fifteenth. Yeah. Or was it well, was Wednesdays? But yeah, it's just blinded having a day off. But yeah, well, yeah, yeah, working. Yeah, you're in Edinburgh. I've got to work hard. No, you work absolutely hard, play hard. Yeah. No, I, 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 agree, I agree. You've got to work hard. But I, you know, my experience with Edinburgh is working hard on one show. Agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I've, utterly committing to that one. I did show. one show last year and it was hard. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's not enough. Two. I need two this year. <laughs> yeah. two. Let's, Three uh, next year, ten maybe. Year, in ten years time, we cutting out ten shows a day. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it broke him. Herring when Herring was doing his podcast in the morning, then doing his show, and then doing his play and all that. Broke. I've met him. Well, Richard Herring. Oh. I'm sorry. No. Who did, did you, you think? <laughs> I've got the name completely wrong. Herring? Did you think? Uh, the German comedian, Hen- Henning. 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 Yeah, Henning. Yeah, Henning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've been having a row with Richard today on text. I pretend row. Oh, okay. Because he did a, a tweet about something to do with an insurance company that he's obviously signed some sort of advertising deal with to do a podcast with. And I just replied to it. I went, mate. <laughs> that's what I was all that did the tweet. But then I thought, because sometimes he gets a bit sensitive. So yeah. I texted him and said, it was in fun. That, that, you know, he went, oh, I know, I know. And then we had a chat. But it was just a back and forward about about money and how he was on my Patreon and he gives me money on Patreon so he's technically my boss and all this sort of thing are you on it because he's got one as well isn't he no he's not oh isn't he I thought he was doing a play oh okay no, fine no not I don't think Rich's got paid no he does always on crowdfunding oh right uh, okay yeah yeah GoFundMe or whatever it right, is okay. what, Kickstarter Kickstarter yeah 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 um, so you were in Birds of a Feather as well, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was. is it? This is what Nat told me earlier on. So I mean, well, it was, I was, it was yeah. a fast Google. Fast Google. D- did you play Linda Robson's son? Yeah, she played Travis. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I played right. my real Check. mum's nephew. Right. If that breaks it down. But yeah, yeah. So Paul, Pauline's your mum in real. In real life. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then but Linda's. you played Linda's son, Linda's youngest. That's weird, isn't it? That's she, fun, though. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it was I like fun. That as an idea. So you're Garthy's brother. Yeah, Because that's she always used to go on about Garthy, didn't she? Yeah. All the time. Right. And then he actually, no, he was in it as well, wasn't he? Is mm, he still in it? Is he in the new one? On Samuel like, James, that's the actor that plays it. Yeah, he is. Right, yeah, okay. lovely man. So how long were you in Birds of Did you play, were you in Birds of Feather before, back in the day? Or was it no, in, in the I reboot? So I was were you even born then? Born in the last ever episode. It was an episode of a baby in the manger. Okay. And I'm taking oh. that as a credit. It weren't me, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you know I mean? go, oh, I'm nice. taking nice, it. But yeah. you're still synonymous with the yeah. role. Yeah, but yeah. so that, we've now said that was Travis that's born. And then 
17 or 18 years later it came back and but we did it on tour first that's how yes, of course, this yeah, all happened we yeah, did yeah. a right. 17 week tour then a 14 week tour around the country and then that's what snowballed into yeah. ITV being interested again but I think that would have I think again to harp on another Marks and Grand thing I think that's what would have happened with the New Statesman I think the New Statesman would have found a new lease of life again later on mm-hmm. had Rick not been like been away but it's uh, how's so your mum um, again so that's what I was kind of getting at before about the credibility factor mm. um, and I think Pauline Quirk is a really interesting celebrity I imagine she wouldn't like to be called that I don't know if she would or not but yeah uh, it's, yeah, I wouldn't call her I mean she's the lead once she finishes acting like finishes the job mm. she's home cooking dinner but no, no, how, how, how people perceive of course, her of course, I, mean, of course. I don't mean in terms of her own I mean actions. she's people she, well, everywhere she goes she's, she's yeah, we're super famous. The birds of feather being yeah, so big. So yeah, she's a celebrity. Yeah. But, but, yeah, but but made but but in in a way not dissimilar. I would argue to David Jason. So mm-hmm. I would say that David Jason um, was predominantly so it was open all hours. But I think he was predominantly synonymous with Del Boy. Yeah, um, and which is a sitcom character, and he then went on to do Touch of Frost, which mm-hmm. cemented his credibility. So that that cemented his actual technical acting ability as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a similar thing happened with Pauline Quirk. With uh, was it Macy Rain was Macy the, the Rain, yeah. 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 so yeah, so that. someone who was known as being a sitcom performer mm-hmm. who then proved with. Cla- proper clout how how talented they actually were as an actor thank you yeah no I think you're right well I don't no, know that, you... that's a compliment for her not you oh that's fine <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it if it's there pass it on by all means you mustn't say thank you, you for your something lovely about me. <laughs> <laughs> you something lovely about me how I was in Charlie one ball. Um, yeah no you're right it's, I think it's very difficult to be able to do the two and yeah. like I said so many have gone wow she's exceptional yeah to not be laughed off the screen yeah to do and my mum did a thing called Sculptress yeah remember I remember that? that she's great in that that aired straight after an episode of Birds of a Feather oh really okay oh. so you could be like what if they don't take me but that yeah, for yeah, me yeah. that shows wow they've accepted me as Sharon and then something completely different very dark and did amazing so yeah hats off to her yeah and, and but, oh she but, did Broadchurch as well didn't mm, she yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that sounded like you were like mm, I spoke about I don't like that oh no, <laughs> no, no she's good in that she I was, loved she it she was angry in yeah. that yeah she was, ex- that, that was she was exceptional in that yeah that yeah. was an amazing piece yeah yeah so how's that so I would imagine, and I may imagine this is wrong, but I would imagine going back to Birds of a Feather after doing things like credible acting, if you want mm. to call it that. Sitcom acting is really hard. So I'm not being disrespectful to that at all. But where it's perceived, you mean? Yeah, but you, you you must be perceived differently when you come back to that. When you when you go back to doing sitcom stuff, it's mm. like I guess like Robert Lindsay would be another good case in point. Mm. Somebody that's done proper acting chops like GBH and all that sort of shit. And my family. That's what I mean. So, mm. so him at, at my family is kind of incongruous because it's like, but he's a really good actor, right. stage actor and screen actor. But he did comedy years ago when he played that character. Yeah, Wolfie, did Citizen right? Smith. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's again same thing. So that's that's the that's the same thing. So yeah. going from sitcom, it's credible. He was always a trained actor and stuff, but mm. to that and then back again. I would imagine when you come back to it, you then carry a bit more weight with you. You know, a bit more gravitas about you. Yeah. I, w- I would guess. I would have thought that would be quite an intimidating thing to be around when someone's been away and proved their acting chops. I think every job, acting job, is so difficult. It's they're all hard. So I think anything you do and do it well, because like yeah, you said, yeah. they're so different. I think. Doesn't she? Isn't there a school? Doesn't she run a school? Yeah. So we've got a, we, the company's called a. Uh, PQA, Pauline Quirk Academy, yeah, 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 so yeah. Uh, Saturday drama schools and all over the country, over 170 now. Do you work in it? Do you also, are you involved in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah sort of sort of behind the scenes, sort yeah, of yeah. the business side. And uh, we've just, we're, we're rehearsing for the Edinburgh Fringe shows. Um, you know, the, poor, the formerly known Poor School? 
okay, yeah, 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 yeah. is now the PQA Studios. Oh, okay, right. So in September, we're opening a full-time school. All oh, right, because I've seen um, some, some buses. There's some adverts yeah. on buses where I've seen you. And I've just seen here as well. It's PQA <laughs> Venue you in Edinburgh. just her on a bus. We, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw oh, her on a bus. <laughs> no, no, there's adverts. There's adverts yeah, on the school okay. on the bus. Yeah, but also, you've got PQA Venue in Edinburgh PQA as well, venue, right? So, yeah. so it's a gorgeous, gorgeous, grade two listed building that hasn't been an Edinburgh Fringe venue for a number of years now. And uh, so it's PQA venue. So where we're holding these... That's a Riddles venue. Court. Yeah, Riddles yeah, Court, yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's good. I'm proud of them. Is, yeah, no, I think I, I, I like this as a thing. Like, I really do. Like, I don't think... Because I don't read press releases. No, of course. So I literally just chat to people and then start skimming through mm. it as I'm talking. And I really like the idea of our boys as... A, as a show, uh, not our boys. As um, early, early birds. birds, you like our boys I, as no, well. No, no, our boys is also <laughs> good. You know what? Even yeah. as I was saying that, I was like, I'm wording this completely wrong. I was looking at the wrong press release. Uh, early birds, I think I would love. Mm. Like I genuinely think I would yeah. love. Our boys, I've got no doubt, I would love as a, as a performance piece. But it wouldn't be something that I would be invested in before I went into it. Of course, it. yeah, no. That's why I think early birds is um, an amazing piece for Edinburgh Fringe because fans of the show will know about it because it'll be about that. But you don't have to know the show. Or you will enjoy the piece, but yeah, yeah. I think I think you'd love it. It's very interesting seeing it because I didn't know that story, and my mum was part of the whole yeah, story because yeah, yeah. mm. the boys. I need to stop calling the boys. Lawrence and Morris wrote it for Linda yeah, and the Pauline. The boys sounds good. Yeah, the boys. Yeah, yeah. I like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, they wrote it for Linda and my mum, Pauline. So it was like it was from the ground up. They all did it together. So yeah, yeah. it's a great story, man. It's it's a wicked story, and it's really fun as well. It's good. Are you previewing it in London at all? Um, there's or talk anywhere of, in the country. There's talk of it. There's okay. talk of getting a couple, um, hopefully. Or, or, or after Edinburgh. Or, 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 or after, or after hopefully, tour. bringing it into town. Mm. Uh, that'd be nice to bring it back down. I, do, I think London. you should do it in Stratford. Uh, the Stratford upon Avon, I reckon you should do it. Yeah, it's quite, uh, the quite easy for you. Yeah, I reckon you should do it there. <laughs> yeah, It'd be quite uh, handy for Ian if you were to do it there, quite, just saying. But for me, better in London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll do that then. Do we'll, do, we'll do it in your living room if I you I think want. it'd be happily... Well, I've got, I've got a, quite a big garden <laughs> at the front, so you could do it. I've got a big one at the back open as well. Open air. We'll call it an open air theatre. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. I think that would... We'll, think, we'll set up, man. I feel like this story would lend itself to being open air in my garden. We can have a party. I just like invite loads of people around to come and watch it. And I'll, I'll do your food and stuff. Well, you've got me. You've do got that. me at food. That's fine. That's so, yeah. so if the rest of the cast won't do it, you just come and do it. And just, every character. And then just tell us what the other one character. Charlie okay. could do it. Can you do every single character? One man, birds of a feather. I'll Amazing. tell you what I would no, actually because like. because the rest of the cast are so fantastic. Oh, I would. Right answer. Possibly not be able to recreate right them. Answer. Exceptional. Exceptional. I'm rodeo. You slot that in from the touch of I'll tell you what I would genuinely like. Yeah. In real life, and you can say no now, but in real life we might have sorted out. Mm. I'd like to read the scripts of it. No, uh, no, I can see. I can yeah, see. no, yeah, I, yeah, I, I would. I'd really um, like to I'm read sure the, the boys. I'm Who are the boys you're on about? Lawrence and Morris. I yeah, know. I know. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. Yeah, just tell them I'm like. Well, come, come. Don't be lazy and come up to Edinburgh and see it. It's not laziness. Yeah. Do you know what? I wouldn't set. I wouldn't set foot in Edinburgh now during the fringe. Like I really yeah, would because he's performed. I, I've it. done it too That's many right. times, and yeah, I, I don't yeah, ever want to go there ever again. No, I get that. I get that. Um. I just wouldn't enjoy it. We'll I, bring it down to London for you. I'd have PTSD, but I don't live in London. There we go. So or Stratford. I'd just do it in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this is being taken as a joke. I don't understand why, why me saying I want this play mm. in my garden is being taken it's as a joke. And when I mean it. Okay. Mm. Well, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, yeah, it. <laughs> um, it's been a lovely chat to me, man. Thanks, man. Like it really has, and I'm I'm taking with that as an, I'm not faking this. I'm taking mm. with that as an idea. I really am. And Thank but you. pace yourself though, eh? Yeah, 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 I'll try it. It's a yeah, have a holiday after Edinburgh. I've yeah. worked two shows, yeah. Yeah, I'd like idea. one. I'd like one. How big a part have you got in our boys? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty nice. 
And a Pre- decent part in Early Birds as well. Yeah, so I'm playing two parts in Early Birds. Oh my fucked. god! I do like it. So I play like oh a, I do like because it's very non-naturalistic. So we do like I do a quick changes and stuff. But okay. then one's really like wise and cockney, and the other one's a, a benefits officer. Who's directing Early Birds? Uh, a lady called Alex Sumner. Huge. Okay. She's wicked. She's been amazing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. How exciting! Well, look, Early Birds is um, at the. PQA venue mm. at Riddles Court from the 3rd to 27th of August, excluding 8th, 15th, 22nd. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Um, I never took a day off in Edinburgh, so I frown upon that. But you are, <laughs> but you are doing two shows. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, 50 minutes as all of them, and you can go tickets.edfringe.com. What's on early? But do you know what? Don't even try, try and remember that. Don't even try and remember that. Go to the Ed, Ed Fringe website. Mm. You can find yeah, it. Yeah. It's type early birds. Um, yeah. And ditto for our boys, but our boys 90 is minutes. 90 minutes long. Yeah, it's it, it, it's really it's weird. It's pacey and it's pretty heavy hitting, but. It, it rattles through. We had a oh, no, don't thing. doubt that. I'm thinking more about your, no, 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 I'm thinking of your energy levels is what I'm thinking of more than anything. I'm, I'm in a wheelchair, so oh. I'm all right. Game on then, isn't it? Yeah. That's, easy. <laughs> yeah. That's easy, isn't it? I'm, I'm in a wheelchair and I'm a mute. <laughs> yeah. Wheelchair acting, I didn't realise, is very, very hard. Staying, in, staying in a wheelchair when you're ang- you know, as yeah, you just yeah, want to yeah. get up and give it, it's... Um, it's gonna be tough. It's, it's challenging, but it's something. It's something different. So maybe you can have a blanket and they could just strap you in. <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe, hold me down. Maybe if they actually tie you into the yeah, wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's reasonable. Six pound fifty uh, for ticket for early birds, and then a yeah, I know you're like, don't worry about, about prices. And then a tenner mate. for our boys. That but is good. Yeah. Also, so, if you want to go to any of the social media for PQA venues, go to Twitter at PQA venues. Yeah. There you go. There's or your or if you go to my Twitter, I'll, I'll have links. It might at be easier. Charlie Quirk. Oh, Charlie, I'm here we go. Look at the, look how the fuck is scrapping it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could go to the company one, but then you could you could follow me. What's your one, Charlie? It is. I'm gonna go if with you have to <laughs> check your own Twitter handle, then you're not using Twitter correctly. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Toby no. Will Charlie know. underscore Quirk. Ch- okay. Charlie underscore. And what's the and what's the PQA one? At PQA uh, venues. PQA venues. At PQA yeah. venues. Right, same for Instagram. Same for Facebook. <laughs> Just, just so you know, Charlie. Um, Thank it's, you. it's been honestly lovely chatting with you. It's been fun. Really, Thank really you so has. much. And best of luck with the shows and stuff. Um, we'll, we'll sort out a date for you to come and do it in my garden. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would genuinely like to read the script. I would. So, see, I see, like see, it in my see, garden. See if you can get permission. All right, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, see, see what can happen. I would like to read it, and I would be absolutely the picture of tapped. I wouldn't put it up anywhere. But I, th- I think I'd, I like the idea of that as a play. It's, it's a clever concept, isn't it? Yeah, it really. really I, don't is. know, I don't know why more shows haven't thought of that or. Or the idea behind because well, maybe, maybe they don't have the story. Like, yeah, maybe, yeah. You know, maybe they don't have the story. Like, there. It's 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 such a an unbelievable story. You don't think it's true. Yeah, and there's so much I haven't gone into. Mm. Yeah, um, mm. but there's lots of sitcom like Stepton. Some there's a, there was a story behind mm. it, but then over yeah. the years that's become urban legend and it's yeah. become you know like the Stepton film that they did on the BBC. I mean, they did those trio yes, of, of films yeah, about comedians yeah. Hancock. Frankie Howard and Steptoe, I believe. Yes. And I'm sure there was dispute about all of them oh, right, by okay. the estates and stuff that they were going, that's just not true. And, right. and, and saying that, you know, Ari Corbett and um, Wilfred Bramble didn't like each other, that's not what it was like, really. They, they didn't mm. hate each other. Mm. They just had a different way of working. And yeah, there's always a dispute about those things. So the, I guess the problem is when things go into, when people are long gone or whatever, when things go into urban legend, mm. but I guess with Birds of a Feather, the people that were there can still tell still the story. Yeah, 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 it was actually real. Mm. Um, so yeah, I would find it interesting. Cool, man. Um, see what I can do. I want to put a song on. Okay. Thanks, Charlie. Thank you. Cheers, Mum. Cheers. Thunderstruck, ACDC, and whatever song I played before it. 
I can't remember. Do you remember? I can't remember. Either I can't now. remember. It's ages ago, wasn't it? Was Toby selling it? Rolling Stones, which have been selling yes, me. Yes, of course. It was the Rolling me up. Stones, start of course. Of course, it was. Oh, we're fucked up here, mate. Why? Because I I thought we were further into the show than we were. Because it's pre-record. I'm going by a clock that isn't necessarily in tally with the recording. So now it's ten to four. Y- is it? Yeah. No, yeah, ten to yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten to four. But according to the clock next to me it's four minutes to four right if that makes sense four to eight really because yeah no that's really yeah, don't yeah, ruin don't ruin the magic oh, <laughs> don't ruin the magic for god's sake um, and it's light outside Woo. so yeah so it's I, i'm sort of like i in my head now I, I would wrap up the show yeah whack on some music jobs are good and yeah but we've got 10 minutes so so i've got at least six minutes yeah, i guess six minutes. to fill here now well yeah. we have not just me we have got to fill that yeah and I feel like the um, the show is all at odds with itself. It's Why? not Because I feel like we should be ending now, but we can't end now, so no. we're stuck. I need a wee. <sighs> that would fill. How long would that fill? I mean, I'm not going to do it in it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to... It's not going to... It's not going to be part of passing the time on the show. What? Na- I'd go to na- the toilet. As a wee? That's not going to... It's summer, isn't um, it? Do you know what I was thinking, actually? Have you got when... an iPhone X? No. I have. Um, you know that it unlocks with your face? Oh, no, I didn't know that, Yeah, it? lots of your face, mate. Is that the only way? Facial recognition. Or, oh, my or God. A, um, it's replaced the thumbprint. What if you're drunk and you can't, like, you can't open your eye? Again, it's not. It's your face, Matt. It's not. The, the only situation you could say to me now... Yeah. <laughs> ..that there might be an issue is if something horrific had happened to your face. If, if you'd been battered or... Okay. ..you know, acid attack, heaven forbid... Well, it's you know, not ed- eyes. No, 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 it's not. No, listen, listen to me. Face. face. It's your face. And it will recognise... You've got sunglasses on as well, so the eyes are clearly not important in it. What if I put a mask on of you? Um, to your phone? Wh- what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean a mask of me? So what if I got a mask of you... Put it well, on. You get it? I mean, this is a lot of trouble to go to to <laughs> get, to get in my get phone. Your, and then I looked at your phone. Will it unlock it? Because it thinks it's you. Because it's a mask of you. No. Oh, you're tra- no, how do you know that for sure? Well, what mask are you talking about? Like a proper mask. I pull it on like a latex. <laughs> proper mask. <laughs> Not a plastic one. Like a latex full head one. Like okay. Well, well, perhaps Nat. Yeah. If there was a head cast done of my head. <laughs> That was accurate to my head. That's to the point where you're like, God, yeah. that could be his real head. That's why I asked about eyes. Well, perha- well, perhaps that would. No, if it had its eyes shut, it would still open it. Okay. So perhaps that may work. I don't actually know if that would or not, or whether it allows for breathing or anything like that. Right, exactly. But, um, I mean, this isn't the conversation I was intending to have. Uh, perhaps that would unlock it. Perhaps. Okay. I d- oh. But I don't know. I, see, I don't I know if it would or not. Um, but I'm finding it slightly irritating because in the past, what I've realised I've done with my iPhone with its thumbprint mm. is I might just pick it like there. So when my phone is now, just away from me, yeah. I might pick that up, put my thumb on it and have a look at it. But as it stands, I, you've got to have it pointing at you. And does that look weird if you're out and about it's and it's like you're always looking at yourself? It's a lot then. Doesn't it? It just looks like if you're on the train or whatever or you're constantly looking at yourself. Well, no, it doesn't look like that because I'm not, I'm not smiling at it or anything. And thumbs it, up. Like, <laughs> on, only in, it would only look as weird as someone looking at their phone anyway. I suppose. You're not pouting. You're not pouting like you're doing No, But I do sometimes push my face at it like quite glaringly. Yeah. When it's not registering. I just remembered we got a photo earlier, didn't we? Of what? With Ali J? Yeah. Yeah, we did, eh? Um, I didn't know what to do with that, with my what, face in what that. What did you do with your face? Because I, I didn't know what to a, do a either. relatively neutral thing. I think it just looked quite I, neutral. I thought, should I smile? And then I saw you, I guess you wouldn't be, so I tried But I wasn't to... scowling. No, 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 but I thought... But God, I perhaps no, would have been scowling if it was a FUBAR photo. 
it right. was the fact that he was taking this photo on his yeah. own phone. I yeah, was like, yeah. well, I don't, want to do I don't need to go back and look at it, and I'm just You're like angry, looking utterly disdainful at him. Do you think that was objectionable in that interview? Um, I at the beginning I thought, oh god, I felt bad for him. Yeah. But actually, um, I think towards, I think no, I think they think you don't think you were. I think. Well, we, well no, but, uh, but I couldn't uh, because of the conversation we'd had leading up to it. Mm. I couldn't then start it. Go into regular interview mode because sometimes I'll have people in and I can't really be asked interviewing them, so I'll just do a pretty straight interview. Yeah. Relative, for me, a relatively straight interview where I won't sure. really indulge anything beyond what they're promoting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen much, but sometimes that does happen. I couldn't go through, because of the conversation we'd had, I couldn't do that, which would mm. probably be the easiest way of dealing with that situation there, because I'd already said I'm not fucking into you and Ali G. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I had to bring up why I, don't know, I, why think- I wasn't playing with him. I hope he doesn't feel bad because I think it was more about me thinking about how this guy's sat next to me dressed as Ali G and your reaction that I know for you were the giggling first a lot. I couldn't, I couldn't look at him because every time I looked over, I started pissing myself again. And it wasn't because of him. I just had, it's to, ing- of I had to ignore the character, so I just had to ignore oh. him doing the voice. And I would argue as well, he dropped that character a lot. Oh, towards the end, I felt like that was Dan, not Ali. Yeah, but he was still giving it I. I know he fist bumped me on the way out, didn't he? Oh, well, and that. you. But, what a um, shame! It would have been nice to just chat to him about. But I'm sure, actually, we. It, oh, if, he does Ali J sometimes. I actually think you could, you know, we could get him in as Dan Blasky because when he said that, didn't he? he? Did say like, well, if you, you know, if you book me as Dan. And I said then, and I and I would have done. Yeah, yeah, I would have yeah. done, but unfortunately, it was taken out of my hands. And you thought, or whoever booked him thought, it was a good idea to bring in someone pretending well, to be Ali J. <laughs> Because on his press release, it does and say... And I would play along fine with that. <laughs> not say on his press release, introducing Dan Blasky. So I you know, kind of assume that he would be Dan Blasky no, at some be, point. No, but that's because he's clearly not allowed to say Ali J. <laughs> oh, he? right, so it's Danny B. What, what was Borat called? What, did he, what was that character called when he does that? Oh, Toby saying he knows. Born not. Is it born not? <laughs> was, was that it? what it was? It was something like that. Oh. It was something like that. Yeah. <laughs> No, Brunot. Brunot. It was Brunot, was, the, was that Brunot, one? Brunot, that makes more sense. I don't know right. what you said, though, man. Say it again. It. <laughs> what did he say? He said, could he get into Sasha Baron Cohen's iPhone? That's true, you know, he could, no. couldn't he? No, he couldn't. I mean, if you no, look like Ali G, you can look no, like No, because it's facial recognition, not clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't recognise your clothes. True. Well, he did. Yeah, it's your that's face. true. That's true. Um... He was a passable Ali G impersonator yeah, in, good, facially. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I don't really know whether he's got the voice or not. I couldn't uh, really tell. He did, yeah. He did have, did have the voice. Good. No, I don't, I don't think he ever fully committed to that character because I think he was on on his heels, which I felt mm. bad about. I think the reason why he didn't in here is because it was quite obvious at the beginning that you were like, I'd rather not talk to you in character. So I'm I didn't not mean do to be character. confrontational. No, no, I wouldn't say confrontational. I think I was sulking, but I wasn't confrontational. Yeah. I, 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 I had more firmer things to say to him that I didn't out of decency yeah for sure don't even try what what do you mean what that was Ali G you just did Ali G what this show's over I, I said you yeah just for didn't. sure no you said for sure as Ali G no I didn't you fucking did I don't this, even this show's over now <laughs> this show's over I'm going over I, I wouldn't be surprised if this show doesn't even go out if it's just being filmed for some hidden camera show yeah, oh no but Charlie Quirk can we Finished. say thank you to Charlie Quirk yeah thanks Charlie well, like, no, no thanks and to thanks Dan. to Danny, 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 Danny B Danny yeah, Blasky Dan Blasky that. But I'm not having my producer saying for sure. <laughs> That's a fucking heartbeat from Boo Yakasha, that is. <laughs> Before you know it, you're doing celebrity VRs. <laughs> uh, Sarah Mice on the way. Sarah Mice on the way with the Hitler Show. We'll see you again next week. Bye.